Welcome to the Jamodi Podcast, where we interview coaches and leaders to find out not just what they do, but how they do what they do. Becoming the best version of ourselves is Jamodi, just a matter of doing it. What is one quality you see in leaders that coaches and players need to cultivate in their own habits and actions? Self-discipline and creativity. Those those are gigantic things. I, I think that leaders, uh, and it kind of ties with what we've already been talking about some, but self-discipline, in fact, we have a, a poster that said a man's level of success is dependent on his level of self-discipline and level of self-motivation. You'll notice I have that in my office and I have it in two different places in my team room. And we try to really hit them on that is that uh, self-discipline is just the key to everything to, uh, it's kind of at the bottom of all of this. Right. And the other one is creativity. Now this is an interesting thing. I'm 63 and, and, um, some days, some days I play like I'm 65 and I'm so disgusted at myself, but I mean, my point is I still go out here and do shooting drills. Um, that's, just awesome. for, that's my definition of my workout. I don't want to go to that weight room and, and I really don't want to go jog four miles. I used to, but that, that's kind of passed me by. But, uh, my point is I, I love to, if I'm trying out a new drill, uh, that I, an individual drill that I'm considering doing on my players, I, I'll try it on myself. And if I feel it, I feel like that's helping me. Then I say this is valuable. And then I'm. And on the other hand, I may tweak it and say, okay, th- this is what else I can get out of this. And so that's for individual drills. Just a good way to help the creativity. And and so many of my drills have been adapted for me just going out here doing my own individual thing. And uh, the game of basketball is changing so much, so fast through the years, and everything's changed about it. And it's like we're at a point in our game where there's a, it's hard to define, okay, who's in charge of the game? I mean, or who, who's, who, whose game is this? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes I feel like the NBA and the NBA people, their community, they think they're it. They think they are the game. And then, and sometimes I think NCAA Division One, they think they are the game. And yet, there's people at high schools and small colleges all over the world that love the game and, and produce in it. And the point is, in the mix of all of that chaos, um, the game just goes through all kinds of changes. And, and not all of them are good at all. And I think the coaches who can the, the quickest adapt to the changes whether that means incorporate some of the good things coming into the game as it gets better and or addresses bad things coming into the game and, and deals with it in a fruitful, wise manner, those guys are going to be very successful whether than the coaches who are always at the point they're letting the game just kind of dictate itself. And, and that's where we are today where so many kids have been so very unbelievably poorly coached, especially through the high school worlds and uh, definitely without a question in the summer worlds to the point that uh, the skill level is, is, is less than it was in years gone by and that's not getting better. The, so creativity on how to deal with where the game is. Now, if you think about it, all changes since I've been coaching junior college, we've been, uh, 28 years of doing it starting 
1985, we've uh, shot clocks gone from 45 to 30. Uh, Three-point line wasn't even, it was invisible, didn't even exist the very first year. And now it's, it's I don't know, I guess we're presently at our third distance of the three-point line. I can't even keep up with. <laughs> and and so you do have to just be creative and uh, deal with all the changes in the game and kind of, kind of say, okay, what are the good things I can take from it and incorporate into kids? And, and what are the things I just have to fight every day and say, you know what, if, if your body was like LeBron James, what you're doing is would probably work, but it's not going to work in our world because you just don't have the, the, the body to make it happen. And I'm, I, this is interesting. I always tell people, you know, kids, uh, who, who's your favorite player? And of course, I'll come up with you three names of superstars. And I say, you know who your favorite player should be? J.J. Barea, any dude with that body mm. that can last 15 years in the NBA, that, that's who you need to study. I mean, that, that's what you need to study. That's a great point. What, what, are, some good, what are some things in the game that uh, recently that you see that are good, some good changes, some good trends? Uh, I'm not so sure I see any good trends, really. Uh, it, it, kids don't pass the ball better than they used to. They they really don't shoot it better. Shooting percentages ver- verify that. If sometimes I'm tempted when I go watch one of these all day events, I just a shot chart every three pointer. <laughs> yeah, that that'd see, be interesting. It, yeah, it, it would because on a typical day at any gym of these, uh, you know, juniors and seniors and sophomores playing in all of these major events with NCAA Division One. Head coaches sitting on the front row, they're shooting probably 23, 24% on threes. Their mechanics are terrible. And, and you footwork, can, and, yeah. Yes, their footwork's terrible. And most of them can't get a three off unless somebody gives them a perfect pass. Mm. So the, the game, they need to watch point. completely. Yeah. Uh, the, the kids have no ability to set screens mm. and use screens. So it, it's there's a lot of negative. It, uh, this one, this one disturbs me a lot. Just the love for the game is just non-existent. Yeah. I mean, uh, they, I, they just do it be, to be popular. I, and I drive by and I see quality outdoor courts, parks yeah. that are just empty. It, and it, it just, it just blows my mind. I, I think and that comes to the how can that how much structure, how much structure there is right now. It's you have a you have a controlled practice, then you have a controlled skills workout, then you have a controlled uh, game, and then but in that that pattern just keeps revolving. There's very little, uh, like we kind of say on Mondays and Fridays, we just play pickup during our our open gyms or our our athletic period right now, and it's it's the lab. Like there's no place for them to experiment and try things and and, and or just love playing, like love to compete and, and play with right. each other, right? Well, it's sad that 20 years ago, kids would go, uh, it was typical for them to end up playing in games at gyms where they're playing against kids 8 to 10 years older than us, 25-year-old men. And that was how the game was passed down. Mm. All of that decades prior to where we are right now. And and guys would learn more with a 25-year-old guy just wearing them out. Then all then their little personal trainers that they'll pay their they'll have their mamas pay forty bucks an hour or twenty bucks an hour 
for guys that never were players themselves. I'm, I'm just always just, I just, there's just so many things in the basketball culture right now that just are senseless and you could go all day on it. Yeah, um, I think you're right on the money with playing against older, older people. One of my, the biggest things, uh, uh, most influential things I did as a high school player was uh, starting my sophomore year, I would play, I played on an adult men's YMCA league team and, you know, good players, uh, not, not big names or anything like that, but yeah, they, the, the, they would just beat me up in a good way. And I learned how to use my body, learn how to take contact, learn how to be tougher, learn how to not complain. Uh, and, and so that, that is something for players that, uh, what a great, great advice is to find a place where you can play against older, more mature players and learn from them. No question. That, that's a great plan for them. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.